Welcome to the Dr. Raymond Havlicek and Friends podcast for Monday, October 9th. This is a very sad day for me. I'm uh, really uh, sad about seeing the terror that has uh, gone on in uh, Israel uh, at the hands of uh, the Hamas terrorists. Um, Very, very sad uh, from what I'm getting right now on the news, 900 dead Israelis, many of whom were civilians, including children, babies, um, who were mercilessly machine-gunned by these Hamas terrorists. Really very alarming. I stand with Israel. Israel was minding its own business and not doing anything uh, to cause this. And uh, I've written extensively about it uh, elsewhere. Uh, But, uh, you know, the hatred of the Jews goes back centuries. There's nothing new about uh, hating Jews. Um, Israel uh, was not in existence prior to 1948, yet uh, uh, Nazi Germany and Hitler made friends with the mullahs in uh, Jerusalem, um, and uh, they both hated the Jews, both the Muslims and the and the Nazis hated the Jews, and they found comfort in each other's sympathies regarding hating the Jews. Um, and... Um, so uh, this goes back centuries, centuries. Um, even the Christians at one time uh, blamed the Jews for killing Jesus. Um, and from what I've read historically, even before the time of Jesus, there was anti-Semitism in the world. And I, I can only imagine a lot of it has to do with the successfulness of the the, the Jews. I do regard them as God's chosen people. Um, and uh, they've lasted for 5,000 years despite a hostile world for 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 some blessing that must be coming from uh, above that we don't understand. Um, but today is a very, very uh, sad day, another sad day. And, and in terms of uh, the 900 deaths in relationship to the Jewish population of Israel, uh, it's multiple times worse than our 9-11. We lost 3,000 people on uh, 9-11. And uh, that was in a nation of well over 320 or 330 million people. Well, I, I'm not exactly sure how many people are in Israel, but it's somewhere between six and eight million, I would assume. And they lost 900. So do the math. It's much worse than our, our 9-11. Um, and it's still going on right now. Uh, this was a, a coordinated attack, a land, sea, and air. They broke through the fence. They came in through the water, ocean. And they came on hang gliders um, uh, and uh, went into a music festival and machine gunned 260 innocent civilians just in there and took many uh, hostage back into the Gaza Strip. Uh, These are war crimes. This is pure and simple terrorism. And I'm disgusted by anyone that uh, is applauding Hamas, as we're seeing in demonstrations in New York City today with the... um, so-called uh, democratic socialist uh, uh, group uh, uh, applauding Hamas and wishing them the ability to kill more Israelis. Uh, this is disgusting. Uh, I've reminded some of my friends that the same thing happened in World War II, that prior to the invasion of, uh, of, of uh, Pearl Harbor, um, there were Nazi uh, uh, demonstrations in New York City even larger than the ones that exist today against Israel. 
so that's one of the beautiful things about freedom is that you can be anything, you can say anything you want in America. And as long as you don't do any harm, you, you will be tolerated, though you won't be liked. Um, and I'm disgusted by these people, these people I would spit on if I could, um, but I won't. And uh, I, I think that there's a lot of people that share my sen sentiments with uh, the uh, with how depraved this act of terrorism against Israel has been. But meanwhile, uh, it couldn't come at a worse time in America uh, because of what has happened in our Congress um, with uh, a few, uh, less than, what, two or three percent of the Republican Party in uh, the House of Representatives voting with the Democrats to remove McConnell, uh, McDonnell rather, uh, Kevin McDonnell from uh, this uh, office of uh, speaker of the house of representatives so the party doesn't really have a leader in congress right now um so this is impairing our response to this um and as far as the president is concerned um i think that uh, he has a lot of blame on his shoulders for what has taken place um because of the six billion dollars that he gave iran just weeks ago money that uh, the administration said was only to be used for humanitarian purposes in Iran. But in reality, I don't have to tell you, money is fungible, which means that if the Iranians knew they had $6 billion more to spend on humanitarian issues in Iran, then they could have $6 billion more to send to the terrorists uh, in, uh, in, uh, the, in the Gaza Strip. Uh, so the, uh, while uh, the president has been giving billions to the terrorists in Tehran, Iran, um, and trying to make a deal uh, with uh, Iran that no one in the America in America really seems to think would be anything other than a disaster, because it would permit the Iranians to obtain nuclear weapons at some point in the future. Of course, weapons that would be uh, used to destroy Israel, which is obviously their goal given what's going on and by the way the mullahs in iran have all applauded hamas they've helped plan this apparently and gave them money and provided them with the rockets and ammunition in order to uh to do the kind of damage that they've done uh to israel so uh, i believe that this development has huge political implications for the republicans and for the biden administration and so I'm going to read to you something I put on Facebook today. And I strongly feel that this is correct. I, I wrote that Republicans who oppose helping Ukraine, that includes Matt Gates, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Tucker Carlson, uh, Laura Ingram, and others, must now reassess their dangerous opinions in view of the deadly terror attack against Israel. Iran caused and funded the terror attack in Israel after Biden gave Iran $6 billion. That money enables Iran to fund Hamas and Putin. Not only does Iran control and fund Hamas and Hezbollah, Hezbollah's in the north, and as you know, they've just opened up rocket fire at northern Israel. So now Israel's got a two-front war going on with them. <clears throat> so Iran funds Hamas and Hezbollah in an effort to destroy Israel. That's what they want to do. They want to destroy Israel. Iran is providing lethal assistance to Russia to help Putin's terrorist genocide succeed in destroying Ukraine. So Iran apparently likes the idea of destroying Israel and destroying Iran because they're certainly doing a lot to help both, both of those wars. 
<coughs> pardon me. <clears throat> so, of course, China and North Korea also assist Russia and Iran. This axis of evil that includes Russia, China, Iran, and North Korea threatens Israel, Ukraine, Europe, America, and Taiwan, and frankly, freedom everywhere. They don't like freedom because they all have restive populations. As you can see, Iran has had a number of attempts at uh, a revolution to throw the mullahs out. Uh, and what the secret police does is wind, or they, they, they round these people up, arrest them, torture them, and hang them in public. International boundaries and agreements must be respected if world peace is desired. Contrary to the negligence of Republicans opposing Ukraine assistance, who apparent, uh, that is, uh, opposing Ukraine assistance, who apparently believe it would be okay for Ukraine to lose some of its territory to Russia. How can you have world peace, folks, unless international boundaries are respected? All right, so the so obviously Hamas has not respected the boundary between uh, the Gaza Strip and Israel, and Russia has not respected the boundary between it and um, uh, Ukraine, and apparently China does not respect the boundary between it and Taiwan, as well as its neighbors throughout Southeast Asia, because they claim against the international law, they claim the South China Seas is Chinese territory. Assisting Israel increases American security. Assisting Ukraine increases European and North American security. Both would protect the rule of international law in protecting nation sovereignty. Contrary to Vivek Ramaswamy's false claim that we have driven Russia into an alliance with China, the reality is that terrorist authoritarian states find comfort in supporting each other against Western democratic, <clears throat> free enterprise, liberty-loving values. They're threatened by those values, folks. That's the reason why they form partnerships with Russia and China. They need each other because China has no oil. Russia's got plenty of oil and natural gas, and they got plenty of water. China has no water. So uh, Russia has two very important items that China needs to succeed and if China was to fight a war against America and Taiwan and its neighbors, they believe, rightfully so, that we would cut off the supply of, of, uh, of oil to China. So they are driven into an alliance with, with Russia, uh, and Russia gladly uh, likes that alliance because China's got plenty of money to help them out in buying weapons to fight in Ukraine. And China could count on oil coming from Russia over land rather than ships bringing oil to China um, uh, through the South China Seas. Weakening Russia weakens China as a weak Russia cannot be relied upon to assist China's attempt at an invasion of Taiwan. Iran not only provides Russia lethal assistance, it also provides oil to China. Weakening Russia impairs whatever plans Putin has with regard to invading Poland, Lithuania, Latvia, and Estonia, and in so doing reduces the prospects of sending American soldiers to Europe in a NATO war to stop Russian aggression against NATO states. Unfortunately, some congressional Republicans have foolishly suggested that Hamas received its weapons from Ukraine or Afghanistan when most analysts unequivocally recognize Iran as the source. I actually heard one of these uh, anti-Ukraine folks say, 
oh, well, they think that the weapons that Hamas is using against Israel came from Afghanistan um, or Ukraine. Well, there is no question that that Joe Biden left billions of dollars of American assets in Afghanistan, and I'm certain some of those weapons found their way to Hamas uh, to be used against Israel. But the main provider of planning money and weaponry is coming from Iran, not the the leftover, um, not the leftover uh, items that Biden abandoned in Afghanistan. So. Those opposing assistance to Ukraine fail to recognize Iran as the source because Iran is helping Russia murder Ukrainians and they oppose Ukraine assistance. These Republicans with blinders on their eyes do not yet see the axis of evil as our enemy in most of the world's hotspots. I believe in Reagan's advice, peace through strength, not peace through appeasement. So that's what I wrote on Facebook today, and I, I think it's, it's, it's mostly true. Um, Reagan did not believe in appeasement, but these uh, Republicans, several Republicans in the House that voted to get rid of uh, uh, McDonald, um, Kevin McDonald, uh, don't believe in peace through strength. They believe in peace through accommodation. They want to. They want to give Russia a portion of Ukraine in exchange for a ceasefire. If anyone thinks that that kind of weakness is going to placate Putin, who has said that the worst thing that's ever happened in his life <clears throat> was the downfall of the Soviet Union and the loss of Eastern Europe, it is clear that Putin wants to retake the satellite nations of, of Eastern Europe that once was under the control of Moscow. He hates the fact that they rapidly turned to NATO for protection against Russia. So you see, folks, everything is changing now. This, this attack by Hamas on Israel is awakening many Americans to the, to the reality of who our enemy is. Our enemy is not just Russia or just China or just Iran. It's it's Russia, China, Iran, and North Korea, at the very least. Those four have formed an alliance with each other. They're helping each other destroy freedom, destroy democracy, kill Jews, and kill Americans, because Americans were killed in, in uh, Israel as well, just recently. Um, and they want to obliterate the state of Israel. They want to obliterate Ukraine. They want Israel to be... Uh, 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 absorbed into Egypt, I would imagine, and they want Ukraine to be absorbed into Russia. This is their goal. And while some Americans sit by uh, twiddling their thumbs and, and debating what's what, the reality is this war in Ukraine and in Israel could be lost unless we're determined to make sure uh, that uh, the West and our values win. Thanks for listening, folks. This is the Dr. Raymond Havlicek podcast. I'm playing the sad mu music because <clears throat> it is a sad day. I'm saying a prayer for Israel right now and Ukraine. We live in such safety and security in America, it's probably hard for most Americans to understand the immense suffering and destruction that's going on in Israel as well as Ukraine right now.
Thanks for listening, folks. God bless America. There are two leaders in North America I'd like to see removed from office as soon as possible. One is Biden and the other is Trudeau in Canada. Mm-hmm.